0: My name is Atiba, I'm from Empire Eagle's Universal State of Mind, and I'm listening to Spiritual Health with Mikkel. Peace in, love out, let's get it in family, we're back at it again for another Spiritual Health Conversation. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love my. And I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love myself. Yeah. Let's get it in today, family. Hey. Mm. That's right. in to everyone tuned in. Let's get it in today, family. In the name of spiritual health, <laughs> we are gathered here today for a conversation. But first, the now is just begun. The now has just begun. And it's only for Now it's just begun Now it's just begun And it's only for a moment. Said it's only for a Only for a Now Peace in family It's your brother from another motherland Mr. McKellameen The energy healer here Present In rhythm in breath for another conversation on spiritual health the most important conversation in the on the planet right now and i can confidently say that after four months of going through what we've been going through for five six months however long we've been out here in these struggling streets i can say family that this conversation that i was inspired to have a year ago 2019 march or april it coincides with what took place a year later Um, and I would say that I was way more equipped to uh, go through what's happening in the world right now based on these conversations that we've been having and what I have allowed myself to grow in based on these conversations family. So it is, this is what I feel is the most important conversation in the world. spiritual health and I believe that more and more of us should be having this conversation in our own private times and looking at our own personal lives in relation to spiritual health family because spiritual health is what moves and shapes our experience of this world family everything we need in life is already here that's what we must remember there's nothing there's nothing you could ever imagine right that is not here in energy already is not here in substance in 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 a form that you can uh, utilize to manifest what it is you want to experience it's already here so the most important thing is our awareness our our consciousness And our relationship with that which we want to bring about, you see? And our responsibility, which leads me to this oath. This conversation is led by the oath, family. Heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. This conversation is led by that oath. So when you hear me talking, when you hear me expressing and sharing, know that this is the premise that I'm standing on, heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility, a right that was granted by my very life, a responsibility that I cannot remove, I can ignore but cannot remove, I can deny but cannot remove, you see what I'm saying? You can't deny you know, I I think it's interesting (laughs) when people ask, you know, do you believe in God? You know, what I say it. You know, I don't believe in God. I live God. You see what I'm saying? It's not a belief. It's my God is my lifestyle. It's not a belief. It's not a belief. It's a. It's an experience. God is my very experience of life. And all I do. Um, seek to do is grow in that experience and intensify that experience and open up <sighs> to that experience even more you know but this is what this conversation is dealing with so big up you guys tuned in um, I feel very empowered after today's Chesa <laughs> Today's Chazeri was great. It was amazing. And this week, for those of you who was participating in it this week, family, I really want us to go in on what we've learned so far. You know, I really want us to zone in on the on the breath work. Zone in on our own personal meditations during Chazeri. I want us to zone in. I want us to take more time. Like today, I spent half an hour on the, the, the breath work and the heaven simulation segment because it's such an important part of uh, it's such an important part of our consciousness as we go into spiritual play. As we go into Cesar Rojo family, the consciousness that we go into it with it really helps. It really helps. It really, really, really helps. And so this the breathing. Um, the meditation prior and after um, is really impactful on the game itself and what and what how the game almost leaves you feeling thereafter you see this is what we're this is what we want to deal with right now family so yes we are in we are in we are in and we're here in this conversation Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> We're in, family There's so much I can, I want to talk about And I don't know where to start um, And this is why I do love questions Because it gives me segue into a lot of different things Often I find the questions you ask Are often things that are on my mind But it's just somewhere that I've, like uh, You know, <laughs> I've put in the archive sometimes, you know. And so I definitely like to speak uh, based on where people are at. But what I can say right now, family, is we are we are living this life. We're not talking about it. <laughs> we are living this life. We can't, it's not talking anymore. And so I am stepping up my uh, responsibilities in making sure that I engage you. Yes, in a program of love, engage you in a program of spiritual health, engage you in programs, family, that are going to allow you to create a lifestyle out of that which you know is righteous and good for you, which you have already identified. And so right now, family, um, I, I am accessible on many, many means this being one of them, our Cesar Rojo being one of them. This is your free access to what I am offering as a love service. We have our one to one spiritual health um, coaching that we're that I am doing um, for people and their personal, developing their personal spiritual program for themselves. We have the 21 day Cesar Rojo Challenge family, which is about communal healing, creating. Uh, responsibility and accountability around our love service around our practice of love and our daily 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 practices of spiritual health um, we have our Chesa Rojo kids session. We know that there are children amongst us, and they must not be left out of our spiritual gatherings of our spiritual practices. They must know on a foundational level what it means to be spiritual health spiritually healthy, what it means. To, you know, to understand these their creative powers and their creative force. This is what we're doing. We cannot wait till they're 20 and 30 and locked into diff, de- uh, decadent habits, habits family. Right now, right now, they must understand their power so they can get to choose that which they wish to participate in. All right? So, it's about equipping us and our families, family. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes, family. So... We just wanna step up the love program. That's what it's all about. Stepping up the love program, um, family. And so you can expect more things to be happening over the coming months. September's my birthday month. So, you know, I wanna organize some special things, going. in, you know what I'm <laughs> You know, I wanna organize some things, you know what I mean? In the name of spiritual health, Cesar Rojo, You know what I mean? I just good things go on in. So yeah. <sighs> but the responsibilities are there. Yes? Uh, we we the responsibilities are there. Um and there's so much to delve into family. My mind is like this. So um yes, but just on a on a ba- on a foundational basis, I am here to ignite your drive for spiritual health. I am here to change and also reveal actually more more adequately put. I am here to reveal the the beautiful fun ways, creative ways that you can grow spiritually yes spirituality is not a chore it's a pleasure a delight it's a fun you know what i'm saying yes it is challenging yes it is there to 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 uh to create a resistance around you that allows you to open up more you see what i'm saying but the by no means that these things have to be uh, a chore, or these things have to be about despair, or these things have to be only related to us when it's a you know in some bad or negative things. This is our problem, family. We keep running to God. You only talk to me. You're only conscious of God when things are going wrong. That's why. You know what I'm saying. You only fast when you got a bad stomach. You only. Drink herbs when there's something wrong with your face. Do you get what I'm saying? You only st- call on God when bad things are happening. When a negative situation has occurred. Oh, Lord, help me. God, Da-da-da-da. Jesus, take the wheel. You only meditate when you're frustrated. So, of course, it's going to seem like a chore. Of course, it's going to seem like, you know, growing spiritually is always... Have some negative connotation because the only time it appears in your lifestyle is when bad shit is happening. Do you get what I'm saying? When negative things are going, that is when you are sending for the Almighty Power. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're sending for the Almighty Powers when it's when when things are going wrong. You see? But when, when spirituality is your lifestyle, when you are when you are you know going into prayer, meditation, fasting, challenges, taking on responsibilities. Like some of us only take on responsibilities when bills have to pay. And your job ain't sufficing it when bills have to pay or when a child is coming or when something's going on. And there's pressure that you deem as negative, that's when you take on some responsibility. Well, what if you just took on responsibility in the name of Experiencing heaven? You see what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying, family? What if you just took on things that you you see in the name of your highest intentions? Your experience of responsibility, prayer, meditation, you know, fasting, abstinence. Discipline, all of these things, your experience of it will be delightful, it will be wonderful, it will be fun, it will be like a new adventure. You see what I'm saying? It would it would be that's what it would feel like. You see, but when you constantly align spiritual matters with you know a response to devilish ones, you know, when you constantly align God, you're only looking for God when the devil appears. You know what I'm saying? When you've done some devilish things, that's when you're like, oh my God, let me find. Where did I put that Bible? You know what I'm saying? Where is Queen Afu's book? Dr. Sevi, help me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. (laughs) I want to know the laws of my art. You know what I'm saying? What well, i going for my art right now because I've unmaughted myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just got caught up in some willful devilishment. You know what I'm saying? Now you're like, you're trying to align the chakras back because you was dealing with one chakra. <laughs> You abused one of them chakras, and you know it's what I'm talking about. You know, <laughs> you abused one of them chakras, and now you're trying to align. You're like, you're trying to sage your forehead when you should have been saging your beforehead. You know. <laughs> oh, we need a break. We need a break. <laughs> So sorry. It's real though. It's too real. I'm only speaking what I what I've experienced, family, so I'm with you. I'm with you, I'm with you. So cold. What was I thinking when I made that? That was... That's nasty. That's... that's Terrible music. You know? (laughs) I'm joking. It's beautiful. Alright. So... But you get what I'm saying. You lot understand what I'm saying, right? You get what I'm saying. Yeah? We can't... we got to bring our... 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 Drive for spiritual health must come out of the darkness. It must come away from... Being a reaction to negativity. Do you get what I'm saying? Our drive for God. For Godhood. Yes. Our drive for ascension. You know. Christ consciousness. And all of these things. Our drive for these things. must Shouldn't be a response to bad things. It shouldn't be a response to negative things. Why? Because when it's a response to negative things. Well you're already in. The negative. <laughs> you gotta say you're already in the negative, so you're just gonna go up to zero, and zero is a platform for ones, twos, threes, fours, five, six, seven, eight, nines, the eleven levels of the spirit family. We gotta raise up. Well, really, in the context of spirituality, we're talking about from ten to zero, but you know that's another language for another day, but. You gotta say big up Sterling. Hey my G, Don't let me pull out the archives. You know say Do <laughs> <laughs> you get what I say, family? So, you know, we're talking about making the quest for spiritual health. We've got to bring it in alignment with our creativity. You know, one thing that I always had to look at within myself is, you know, why is it that why is it, is it that I'm only, why is it that I, you know, why can't my creativity be used for my spiritual development? Why does it have to be I'm creative in one way and my spirituality is in a box? This is terrible. This is terrible. I, fundamentally, everything that comes from my brain, my ability to cook should be empowering my spiritual health. My ability to create lyrics and beats and rhymes and sing and move should all be empowering my spiritual health. My ability to commune and relate with people and connect. You know, even my qualities. You know, I'm a, I'm a very charming person. But me being charming or I have a flirtatious nature, I'm very flirtatious. You know, I flirt with life. You look at the decisions that I've made, you know what I'm saying, like just... Decided to live in Africa. That's a that's coming from how I flirt with life. I see the energy, and I'm like, I can You know what I mean? Let me just test the waters. These things should not be de- to be to my detriment. The fact that I am charming or flirtatious, for example, which is usually has negative connotations. Yeah. But It's only because I feel like those energies are just misappropriated. You see? We need to be able to use everything about us. You know what I'm saying? Our voluptuous nature. Our our huge characteristics. Our our brilliant minds. The power of our words. Our tongue. You know? Our rhythmic nature. uh, You know? Our ability to align different energy points in our body you know our ability to cook and get like all of these things it should be used for our godhood that's when it's going to become fun and this is why right now spirituality or more appropriately assigned religious activity is never fun past a certain age People get religious when all the the fun has been literally sucked out of them. (laughs) That's when people want to get religious. You know what I'm saying? But today, family, we have to learn how to align everything that we are. Everything that represents us. Everything that represents the fullness of our beauty. You know? Needs to be used to experience our divine nature. And just like Halima said, it's going to take our skill. It's going to take our willful skill to learn how to apply those things appropriately. You see what I'm saying? You see, it shouldn't be like I used to look at like, you know, you ever wonder why anytime it just feels like everything that feels good is always the negative part of our experience. Everything that feels good has created some sort of problems in our life. What's going on there? Is it that we are made in the image and likeness of a God who truly doesn't understand what it's like to be human and divine at the same time? Are we made in the image and likeness of of, 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 a, of a of a being of a force that truly doesn't understand the nature of us? You know what I'm saying? Does God? You ever thought about? Does God not know what it's like to have sex? Because it, if you, if you made me like this, but I'm feeling all kind of ways afterwards. What's the problem, (laughs) Wakwan? Where's the issue? You made me defunct. You know what I'm saying? There's an error here. You get what I'm saying? Or, or maybe we haven't come to an understanding of that part of ourselves in relation to our divinity. I say, I say, I say, if you allow me to submit, I submit that it is the latter. That all the beauty and wonder and sensational mannerisms which we have been made in, it's all for the Most High Creator, all of it, every single part of it, every every chakra level, every all of them, all the way, all the way up, all the way down, all of it is Godhood. Every single part of it is Godhood, but we must come into the understanding, and not just understanding intellectual, but the the muscular practical, discipline, understanding and knowledge and practice of how these wonderful parts of us, these wonderful, sensational parts of our human experience, right, is to be used for the most high creator, one that presents a balance in our lives. Harmony with the people around us. Unity with the with the people around us and the earth that we walk on and depend so heavily on. You understand? Our relationship with food. As much as Me's a man I love food, me love a food. I love food. Listen, you ever want to convince me of something? Just in Invite me to dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and while I'm delighting in that food, you just just throw it on me. Just hit me with whatever you want to ask me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if the food is good, I'm likely to oblige. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love food. But food should not be the death of me. It should be the life of me. You understand? I love food and that should be the life of me. It should be continuing my life. I should have better breath after eating. Better skin after eating. Better body after eating. You understand? My fart needs to just just come out and join the smell of the atmosphere. You get what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> the fart needs to just... You know what I mean? My burps... Needs to just join Join the Sage, you know what I'm saying? Join the Palo Santos and the incense. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be one one synonymous energy. That's how the food should be doing. You know what I mean? Pop can't be smelling like Hitler's thoughts. You know what I mean? We can't be doing that. You can't we can't we can't you can't be, you can't be reading God, you know what I mean, and living God, but then you're eating food that makes your fart smell like white supremacy. You can't do that. Your, your fart can't be smelling like, you know, the behavior of, 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 <laughs> the British Empire. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's not, that's not on. That can't go, that can't go on. That's just not how things are supposed to happen. You see what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, good! You're not getting ideas. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying, family? Everything must be aligned with with God. You know what I'm saying? Everything must be aligned. Everything must complement. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah? everything must complement when we when we whatever it is you know what i mean when you when you have sex yeah you gotta be able your sex gotta be so righteous your sex gotta be so righteous that it can be had in in uh, outside you know what i'm saying <laughs> on the veranda yeah you know i mean that's what i mean like it's gotta be so righteous you gotta feel so good because we can't submit ourselves to such a a humbling uh, activity like sex, and then have to hide in the shadows. You know what I'm saying? It's it's almost it's an oxymoron, you know. And many of us have that uh, you know experience with sex, man. And it's it's kind of um, it's kind of sad, you know, because we've been raised in societies that have constantly like I, I can guarantee I don't even need to ask you I can guarantee you Maybe 90% of the people watching right now Probably more But let me give a fair estimate 90% of you Your parents never spoke to you about sex And even when they spoke to you It was Yo You better not come back home with no baby You know what That was it You know what i said It was very negative It was very quick It was very You know It was very You know surface if we did get any discussion about sex and so you know we can't you know be too harsh on ourselves about our own relationship with sex because who taught us no one many of us had to learn about the power of sex through experiences that were not nice or detrimental to us you see what i'm saying you, you see what i'm saying you know, you're done, big woman now. You know what I mean? Like, things like that. You're done, big woman now. You know, basically, you know, and so, family, we've got to do better. We've got to do better with ourselves and knowing what our children, um, what we experience, sorry, as children, we've got to now be steps ahead of our children and guide them into the understanding of that very, very powerful force, you know. And it starts with teaching them about creativity. We don't have to talk to them about, you know, step-by-step action of how to do it. That will happen, you know, as their nature permits. But as children, they must learn about the power of the creativity, the responsibility of their own body, the autonomy of their own body, and the decisions they um, can make, their expression, and the power of the sense, their sensuality, you see? You know, not being... Being look all of this, you can experience all of this. sex is not just see another thing i uh, I don't want- well is it is it I don't mind this can turn into a sex talk, you know, but you know just to say that um just to say, family, that sex being limited to one region of ourselves, yes, sex being limited to one region of ourselves is typically the reason for its abuse, you see typically the reason for its abuse and so we can begin to learn about sex and really what I'm talking about and this is why the English language is so perverse because you know sex is almost an isolated conversation in the realm of creativity when you open up the conversation to creativity right and sensuality, then you're having a wider conversation which is not isolated to a particular area. You see? For example, what we call sex is isolated to the lowest chakra in our body. Right? You see? But when you're speaking of creativity, sensuality and energy exchange, we're going all the way up here to our mind the way in which we think, yes, the way in which we express, right, the sensations, the power of touch, right, these things here and the movement of our body, family, these things is what help us become comfortable at the right time with the practice and engagement of sex, you see, and even the conversation of sex you look at you know like like when you go there's certain uh, you know cultures for example when you go into um, places like Mzanzi South Africa and the way they have a very very liberal if I would say relationship with sex and sexuality and how they talk about it and how they teach and educate their young in it it's a part of life there are a culture of people who dance a lot movement is a very big part of ritual practice and everyday life sensuality both in men and women is something that is not just celebrated it's fundamental to their practice of their culture it makes the conversation of sex when it does come up much more easier You see? And it makes more sense. But we cannot for fear. We cannot for fear, family. Yeah? We cannot for fear be hiding and muting this conversation. Because we're only going to be handing our children over to the, I guess, decadent practices of this world. Which had us doing things that are not in alignment with even our own nature family it's true many of us can talk about it. like we've all we, a lot of us have been through I would say all of us yeah have been through things that on you know we feel like we didn't have to go through you know we shouldn't have went through um, we wish we had someone to speak to us about we wish we had a community that was open about having these discussions feelings and, sensations and you know, you know, all of these things, family. Why should it be? Why should it be someone who wants to uh, sexualize your child, teaching them about sex? Why is? Why should it be the first time your child uh, gets to know about sex is when they're reciting a Megan Stallion lyric, a song that you love, and then they gotta ask you about the words that's coming out of their own mouth because they love the song. The rhythm has caught them, and now in breath, they're reciting these lyrics. Why should that be the first place? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Why? So, we really got to ask us is is our fear stronger than our love? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like your daughter can't listen to certain music But the truth of the matter is This world is going to catch up With our children one way or another So it's about equipping them Not sh- not shielding them But equipping them with the tools To face what this world is going to present them with Because sure, many of us can't do certain things in the house But as soon as that door's open It's all guns blazing You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's all guns blazing <laughs> It's <laughs> god. You know what I mean. And there's songs that get in your head, and you don't even know how. I don't even have a TV. I don't even know how I know certain songs. You know what I mean. So we have we have to, family. We have to. Yeah. We have to. We have to. You know. <sighs> Leon says she taps into it with her books. I've opened up the conversation on babies and where they come from in a fun way where parents can feel comfortable to speak about babies without fear. Yeah, of course. And you know what? It's crazy. It's so mad. It's so mad that we're, that this is a, a a thing. But we have to address it. Why are we so scared of a fundamental part of nature? We need to, we need, we need, we, we need justice in this department. We need, honestly, yeah, because this is a real tragedy. When you think about it, the fundamental part of existence, we are afraid to talk about. And I feel like the, the same way we're afraid of talking about, that is the same way we're afraid of talking about death because they represent two very powerful um, entries and exits into this realm, and the reason why we're not, we don't want to talk about it is because we don't know it ourselves. Yeah, we don't know it ourselves. Ah, so you know, I'm here for you, family. I'm here to help build a curriculum around that conversation. You know, I'm not here to dictate what you do in your home, but I want to be a safe space so that you can at least uh, find some grounds to have those conversations when you feel comfortable too and also encourage you to take charge creatively in having those conversations. Start to look at sex outside of the realm of a physical activity. This is a part of our degradation of that practice because we only look at it. What we're scared of talking to about our kids is the physical activity. We don't our kids don't need to know about that until they go through nature's initiation. Do you see what I'm saying? I.e., when they reach that age, and nature will show you the age of where they can start to produce children is the age where they should start to start to un- start to be going through a process, a rites of passage to help them understand their bodies, their what their bodies are doing, what their how you to take care of their body, and then what their body is to be used for in the continuation of life. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, we're talking. if you're talking about six, seven, and eight-year-olds, no, it, we, I, we don't need to be having that conversation with them. But what we need to be doing is opening them, them up to truth of expression, of their nature, of, you know, of their body, of autonomy, helping them feel safe, you know, um, and confident. In their body, Helping them to understand their nature as boys and girls. You see what I'm saying? You know? And so that leads. It's like, you know, it's like foundational maths. You can't just go in and start studying certain levels of science or maths or even language without a foundation. You've got to start with the foundation. And the foundation will lead you into a greater understanding once you have proved that you can understand it on a basic level. Same with sex, we don't just go in and say, this is what it is, that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? We gotta make them uh, aware of their bodies, aware of their bodies and the function of their bodies and the cleanliness of their bodies and the, you know, uh, what would I say, the, the, ho- the wholeness of their bodies. Like we, too many of us are at odds with our bodies. Some of us are 30 and 40 and still afraid of our own bodies. you know So we have to challenge ourselves in this aspect. All right, there was questions, but that's a whole that's several scrolls ago. <laughs> so guys, let's do questions. put it in the question box because I don't think I'm going to be able to fire your questions. so if you do have questions, Let's roll it on. I remember Halima said, is celibacy a good thing? Celibacy is absolutely a good thing. Absolutely a good thing celibacy is. Absolutely a good thing celibacy is. (laughs) Celibacy is a great thing because it's about discipline. A lot of us go wrong. A lot of us go wrong. Particularly us men. Because men are the ones who can forcefully activate a sexual engagement. You see? Uh, Men can forcefully activate a sexual engagement. And so we need the most discipline when it comes to sex. We do. Because we we literally have the power to engage in sex. Like that. And we are designed... Physically To do that As well So Men's discipline When it comes to sex Is very important And another reason Why uh, That we must talk about Is that All of Not all But a lot of men Who are A lot of powerful men Are brought down By their sexual nature Their sexuality Or the lack of discipline Of their sexuality we can't ignore this fact. You think about. Like all the men you look up to. And we're talking about black men. Yes. <laughs> the most. Sexually powerful being on the planet. You know what I'm saying. Right. That man. Who has the power to activate. <laughs> the greatest womb in the world. Yeah. That man. Is. Needs a very, very deep discipline when it comes to that power, because that is the one thing that becomes his Achilles heel. You just chop away at his penis activity, and you got yourself some trouble. Do you get what I'm saying? That's what happens. You got these great men, and this becomes the convers this is a great conversation to have because you know you look the you know look at you look at these men of history right and they got brilliant minds right brilliant minds profound intellectual uh, abilities and sometimes they not sometimes a lot of the times they reveal and show such divine qualities But what eventually brings down a lot of these men is their sexuality. It's the lack of discipline that surrounds, and accountability that surrounds their sexual nature. You see? Again, and this is no coincidence, family. This is no coincidence. This is no coincidence. The people that can express themselves in the heights of creativity are some of the most sexually sexual beings on the planet. They're related. Those two are related. This is what I'm trying to say. Someone who can express the power of their mind and connect to the heights of divinity is a very sexual person. Because they're creatively abundant, they are one in the same polarity. Do you get what I'm saying so it's very very important that a man who has uh, who expresses himself in that way and shows up for himself in that way must have very very strict sexual disciplines you see? They have to, because it's just like if you don't, then it's a, it can get peak. It can get peak. You see what I'm saying? So we can't ignore that fact. Um. Oh, hold on. Can you like hear me? But yeah, it can get peak. We can't ignore that fact, family, and we can't keep we can't keep um. Yeah, and there's a huge disparity. I feel like I want to do a whole live on this because it's like we keep forgetting. This is why men, great men, need huge responsibilities, accountability, and discipline. Yes? And it's not just celibacy. It's not just celibacy because another thing I want to say that you can't just say these things. Yeah? You can't just say these things. You can't just say, yes, yeah, celibacy is the way. It doesn't work like that. You get what I'm saying? You have to have a lifestyle practice that constantly reaffirms the disciplines you know you must have. You must have a community that keeps you accountable to that which you know you must be disciplined towards. When you treat great men And women. But let's deal with men. Because men are responsible. Yes. By nature of the nation building. Men are responsible for literally throwing themselves on the field. In line of danger. Men are responsible for submitting their life. For the life and posterity of the women and children. This is a man's responsibility. He must put himself in the firing line. To die for what must come alive. Yes, and that is symbolized in what he gives through his phallus. What comes out of his penis is the nutrients that make up his life. So when he shoots out semen, he's killing himself for what is possibly can be new life. So we must deal with men. A man must, in his community, when he comes out, must have this, be accountable and responsible via his community for that which he is doing we can't just say oh there goes a great man and leave him to his own demise because left alone he will be his own demise do you understand the most notable man i can say um, who has stood the test of time within his greatness and power is the honorable minister Louis farrakhan that man as powerful as he is has to answer to a, his community and has a superior uh, that he must follow as well. Don't think that it's, yes, the discipline he keeps himself, but the uh, accountability and responsibility, the thread of responsibility and accountability constantly enforced by the community is what keeps him in line and in check. Do you understand? This is why, this is where people get a bit. This is why uh, this is where people get a bit, uh, I guess, antsy about the disciplines imposed on a community like uh, the nation of Islam. But when you look at the fruits of what what it produces, you can't deny other communities that represent that have been so as powerful and have had great men. Who are it who represent in the same way. Um when a man doesn't have anybody to answer to, you set that man up for a huge fall. You understand? You set them up, you're setting yourself up for a huge downfall. Because do you get what I'm saying? You have to have someone to answer to. You understand? And if that's God, you have to see. It can't just it's God cool, but that God has to be practically experienced in the community that surrounds that man or those men. Do you understand? God must be God's voice, God's discipline, God's your obedience to God must be experienced in every person that surrounds you. Or you're just going to chop at your legs and then you're going to go, look, there goes another black man. He was so great. He was great, but. Bill Cosby was great, but. Tupac was great, but. Who else? Malachi York was great, but. Elijah Muhammad was great, but. Muhammad Ali was great. But Martin Luther King was great, but, but what? But what? Couldn't keep it. Couldn't keep it. (laughs) Couldn't keep it. Couldn't keep it contained. (laughs) Couldn't keep it contained. Right? Right? Couldn't keep it contained. Because the correct the correct disciplines were not put in place to allow that person to continue to be great and in alignment. Malcolm X was great. Well again, I'm not, Malcolm X and what we knew about Malcolm X, uh, the people I mentioned were people that stepped out. Martin Luther King was known to have a lot of women. We don't talk about it. Do we need to? It's up to you, whatever you want to focus on. So was Muhammad Ali. Malcolm X, no. Malcolm X was an incredibly disciplined person. Um, But again, Malcolm X didn't take the same route as Martin Luther King and all these others. Malcolm X was, you know, by categorically a terrible human (laughs) for the most of his life. You know what I'm saying? So, you find that he'd done all of his dirt very early on. <laughs> Some things we will never be able to know about. You know what I'm saying? Do <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, you know, all of that to say, family, all of that to say is we cannot, we cannot keep denying humanism. We cannot deny it. Who's nature, boy? We cannot deny humanism. Yeah? We cannot deny people's human characteristics. If you keep denying, you're gonna, you yourself are gonna set yourself up for a disappointment. When you make someone into a god, when you make someone uh, into that person, you you step away from. You step away from family, your your responsibility to the people around you. You have a responsibility. You see what I'm saying? You have a responsibility to uh, keep these people who are leading or guiding you in a particular way in check. In a certain way, family. Yeah. And this is where we. This is where. This is where we mess up, family. We all have a responsibility to each other in this way. So, and your responsibility can only be taken on by yourself. You know, you've got to be able to say, boom, this is what I'm on, this is what I represent. These are the people that I'm, are guiding me. These are the people that are supporting me or these are the ways in which I am living. And this is how I'm showing up for that. So I feel like there's no coincidence you can either you can even look at everything from a perspective of all these men are broken or there's something missing in understanding who it is and what we are. You see just like sex, sex is not bad, food is not bad, But if sex, food or your creativity is somehow leading to your detriment, there's a a missing link here. There's something missing. You see? There's something missing. And so this is the part that we need to take responsibility for. This is the part we need to have conversations on. Yeah? (laughs) Exactly. Big up the black airbender. You know what I'm saying? Um this is the part we need to take responsibility on uh understanding ourselves holistically understanding our nature holistically understanding our nature holistically and allowing every part of us to be used for our godhood Ah I got five minutes. Let's go to any questions. Uh, uh. Sorry, I'm saying because uh, I need to pee. All right. <laughs> We're talking about discipline. <laughs> All right, cool. So, how did you learn self control as a man when it came to sex? I feel some women have more control than men. Who told you I learned self control? <laughs> <laughs> you're making assumptions about me, you know what I'm saying, I keep myself to myself, that's the first thing I be doing, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) secondly, (laughs) there's levels to this, no, honestly, I'm being real, yeah, there's levels, there's levels, yeah, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, there's levels, family. So yeah, I can say that there's certain aspects of me that I'm like, yeah, I'm done with. But, you know, you've got to learn your way out of things, family. You know what I'm saying? You've got to practice your way out of certain things. Um, For me... <laughs> who told you, man? <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> you just made me... Yo, let's keep it one. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, uh, family, it's about practice. It's about, honestly, if I'm keeping it 100 with you lot, it's about practice. I've had, like, again, uh, over the years, the more and more, like, you know what keeps me disciplined in the amount of discipline I do have? Yeah? What keeps me disciplined is the heightened responsibility that I have. Yes? the The more and more I grew in responsibility is the more and more I needed to have control over the detrimental parts of me. you see i'm a very creative person and I love people and I understand the magnet the magnet the magnetic aspects of my character and me presenting myself publicly. Right, and also talking and showing up publicly for my responsibilities has allowed me over the years to exercise certain disciplines because I'm not here to fail, neither am I here to be a hypocrite or a contradiction. Do you get what I'm saying? Everyone is listening to me, my friends, my family, yeah, the people who know me privately, and the people who don't know me at all so this is either going to be, you know, I said, a a big success or a very big failure. And I know m- what my heart is. I wasn't put on this planet to fail, so I'm here to show up for all of the disciplines that mean that I can constantly remain aligned to the mission that I'm on. And so, responsibility has afforded me the disciplines that I have. Being responsible, responsible, and. I don't know how, anyway, responsibility has been my biggest discipline factor, you know what I'm saying, from not participating in certain activities, from, um, from, um, making sure the way I relate with people is very intentional, you know, um, relating with women specifically as well, obviously, because that's the, the most detrimental part, um, yes, and, Making sure that I have practices that are always aligning with that which I am here for. Because if one thing people can't wait to do is chop off your legs. You know what I'm saying? So that's not going to be, that's not my story. So I must, I must, I must remain disciplined, you know. Um, And set about parameters in my life that allow me to express the fullness of, of who I am I'm not here to oppress or suppress as another thing suppressing yourself will mess you up I'm getting a 30 second countdown and I feel like I want to talk for another hour on this but it's not gonna happen because I've got other things to do but we should bring this conversation up again if I forget make sure you bring it to my attention peace in family love out thank you very much we are here peace family. Thank you for tuning in to Too High To Go Hell A spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation Are you tapped in? <laughs> thank you for your ears and thank you for your energy Guys, if you'd like to support this work in this podcast And anything else World Changer Life is doing Please go to my website worldchangerlife.com Or hit the link in my bio on my Instagram And leave a donation of any kind also, family, I'm really interested to know what you guys have learned, what is, uh, thoughts have been inspired in you from listening to this podcast. So go onto Twitter, at me, at Mikel Amin, or on Instagram, at MikelTheEnergy. Energy. Use the hashtag spiritual health with Mikkel and just tell me some of the sound bites that you've got, some of the quotables, you know, some of the lessons that you might have learned from the conversations in these podcasts. Also, Join the world changer WhatsApp broadcast list, where we can have one-on-one conversations about the topics of spiritual health. Add my number: plus four four double seven four three zero double five double one nine. Plus four four double seven four three zero double five double one nine. Peace in, love out. Hey.